6 p.m. October 10th, 2014, episode 61 of the Swap Food Podcast. I am Mr. Swap Foo. And I'm Miss Swap Foo. We want to say hello to all of our listeners. Hello. The haters. And some of the people that are even indifferent about listening to the podcast. <laughs> right. So that, okay, so we would have the haters. Yeah. The neuters. And the lovers. Oh, okay. Swap haters, swap neuters, swap lovers. Okay, I Uh, like that. Swap lovers, swap haters, and swap neuters. No. No. Swap neuters. Okay. Swap neuters. Yes, got that. I like swap neuters. Okay. They're neutral. Yes. Because some people just actually fall asleep to our podcast. Right, right. (laughs) I think those are swap neuters. The swap neuters. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. Do Do you think that people dream and swap food dreams? Um, I don't know. Is are you asking like do they dream in color? Yes. I mean, people dream in black and white, right? Or they can dream in color. Yes. Or they can dream in swap foo. Uh, or so, is that just sex dreams because I have sex dreams. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I don't think you shared that with our listeners yet. I ha- I do have sex dreams. They're very specific. They're very physical too sometimes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway. They're awesome. Hello, listeners, haters, and and the indifferent. Okay, so what are they? Haters. The swap haters. Swap haters. The swap neuters. Yes. And the swap lovers. Okay, I like it. Hola. Hola. (laughs) Greetings and salutations. Uh, This is the Swap Food Podcast. Um, I am the aforementioned Mr. Swap Food, and this is Miss Swap Food, my lovely wife, and we talk about swinging. So if you don't want to hear about swinging, you probably don't want to listen to this podcast. Please uh, deboard the plane now. <laughs> <laughs> if you cannot operate the emergency exit, please notify the flight attendant and you shall be reseated. Right. <laughs> right. Go listen to um, This American Life or something. Yes. All right. There's lots of options. Yes. And or and if you're in, in a titillating, titillating conversation, unless you're what you want titillated is your brain. No, I won't even promise that. You probably don't want to listen to us either. <laughs> In fact, you, why are you, you scratch us? your head? But <laughs> <laughs> like those people are so dumb. I wanna, I wanna kick it off by saying welcome home to Debbie and Mike who have been out on their um, sailing the seven seas summertime adventure of love. Welcome home. Welcome and home. Thank you for all your help while you were out. You know, it was difficult for you to help us, but you did, and you saw what happened when you like we lost touch with you. You saw that we were like not reliable. <laughs> So, so here how, we are back. <laughs> how how is how is the um how is the uh, swinging nautical flag coming along? Uh, it, it needs desperately to be designed. We had, <laughs> we had a great summer, but not much swinging activity. It's, no. it's, um, and it's nice to be back. Yes, you guys totally misbehaved when I was cracking the whip. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. We're glad you're back. And yes. uh, we're glad to be back, and we're glad to be on a schedule. We were, like, planned out through the end of the year or something like that. This and is, like, four in a row we've done, like, one per month for four or five times in a row. It's bizarre. Yeah, we're rocking and rolling. I already have notes for, like, next month's podcast. It's it's kind of crazy. It's crazy. It's cray-cray. But anyway, okay, so what have the food been up to? We, we celebrated Mr. Swap Foo's birthday for, like... Forever in a day, or, or at least a, a month. The, it was an extravagasm. <laughs> extravagasm. I'll be doing this all night. 
<laughs> you've had too much time to review the notes, and now you've just been making shit up. I, I can see it on your face. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, this is our first uh, podcast in which we've had a cocktail aboard. It's after 5 p.m. So on Friday. On Friday, so, so we're allowed. Yeah, yes. it's all good. Yes. Yeah. Yep. L'chaim. Cheers. So for those of you who haven't heard this sound in a while, <laughs> that's because our producers have been making us podcasts in the middle of a middle work day. Of the day. <laughs> yeah. Now it's Friday. It's after work and cocktails shall be had. Exactly. I should lower the lights. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. So, um, <laughs> so, okay. So okay. October, um, September, which was my birthday month, birthday month came and went. It didn't come and without it, 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 with it, much fanfare. Yeah, it arrived. It, it arrived. It 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 sat down. It had too much to drink. It copped a feel, <laughs> right? <laughs> and then you got and everybody on board. <laughs> and, and, and then it, and then it, and then it left after you threatened to call the cops. <laughs> so appropriately, would no such thing. <laughs> um, and, and and I think that we should. The only thing that would be rightful for us to rightful and and, and appropriate for us to discuss at this point would be the. Pub crawl. Yes, and uh, much many 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 thanks go going out to average swingers Angie and Jay for uh, you know uh, spawning this idea of and having do, and a, I do mean spawn a, a dual celebration for you guys' birthday. Yeah, it was days day days yeah day yeah. I, I mean it was a it was a good time. We um, we we descended on Austin. We we did not go to the clubs. We did a pub crawl through. East Sixth Street and West Sixth Street, but it was just—I mean, it's it, was, a, it's, it was epic. Don't be modest. It was I a mean, town. It, yeah, it's a town built for a pub crawl. Yes, yes, and swingers are built to crawl. And swingers, swingers are welcome. Yes, and uh, there were people that came from all over Texas and Louisiana to come to the pub crawl. Yep. and so it Mexico. was like it was so awesome to meet so many people. Yes, and um, we didn't get a final count because. We're not fucking accountants, right? <laughs> so it's like you just look around. It's like that's a shitload shit ton. of that's a shitload of people. There's a shit ton of swingers yeah. here. The, the original meetup bar was um, uh, Velvet Velvet Crown, Violet Crown, Vi- Violet Crown, the Violet Crown Social Club. Yes, on East Sixth Street, which was hilarious because they were the lo- the locals, the regulars were flipping out. It's like. All of a sudden, there's like ten couples there, and they're looking around. Yeah, that's cool. That's yeah, cool. we were hip. We know that people like to yeah, come. What, yeah. Whatever. And then all of a sudden, there's twenty couples and thirty couples, and then people started getting kind of freaked out yes. looks on their faces. Like, where are all these people coming from? But I, I have to say that the the staff certainly like took good care of everybody. Yeah, they uh, they were able to kind of pivot and um, stay. On point, uh, just like eight, uh, Jay had said, and they they told him, you know, whatever it is, just bring them, and we fucking brought them, and packed out this place. So for B- Debbie's benefit and all of our listeners, this place is a what would you say? It's like gay bar. Wh- no, <laughs> I, I my, I'm not I, sure that it is, but, well, it, but it's, it's, I don't it's, know. It's, I, it's kind of a it's kind of divey. It's about a forty by forty space. So maybe it's gay. Maybe I don't. Gay. I don't know. We we need to research it and find out. I don't, I don't think know. that it is officially. But you is thought it a, was just like um, there just happened to be a lot of lesbians there. 
<laughs> and gay men, right? I mean, is that is that a bad thing? I mean, I don't know. I mean, no, no I'm not judging. They were they welcomed us with open arms. Yes. It's like the Bonham. The Bonham in San Antonio is traditionally considered a gay bar. It is gay owned, but and they yeah. but they you know welcome swingers. They welcome everybody. Right. They welcome everybody. Straight people, swingers. They and welcome that's everybody. not even that's not even the point about the Violet Crown. The Violet Crown is that the drinks are cheap. The place had a big inside area, a nice outside area. The service was awesome. The service was awesome. They took really good care of us. Yes. I mean, friendly, they, friendly yes. service. They accommodated everybody. Yes. It was, it was very awesome. I could have just hung out there all night. It was, yeah. It's a, it's a pretty, well, yes. And um, I would say that the highlight, for me at least, of going to the Violet Crown was running into, not running into, but meeting all these people that had either corresponded with us or knew about the podcast or knew about... Or we're just looking to travel to have to be involved in a nice meet and greet, and there they were, and I think that they weren't disappointed. So no, and what uh, like a, the comment that I got most often was that you know, hey, it's nice to get out of the the regular, yes. you know, uh, meet and greets versus clubs. Yeah, yeah, and just have an opportunity to meet a lot of different people from a lot of places, and that's what every everybody said. It was like that was that opportunity, and thank you to Jay for having the um, foresight to have the little wristbands done. Yes, with the uh, average swingers and swap food names on them. Right, they were red, so yes. like everybody that came in got a wristband so that everybody could identify everybody in the group. So yeah. you didn't have any like awkwardness as far as you know. Yes, reaching out in a swinger way to couples that were were not in the. Yeah, we're not in the party. Well, okay. So, and then uh, a very nice thing that happened for um, Angie and I is that the entire bar, which I, I guess by this point was our crowd, somehow we were, were able to. They, everybody sang uh, "Happy Birthday" to us. Well, again, that was Jay. Jay, Jay. got up on a bar stool yes. and led the crowd in "Happy Birthday." Yep, it's he's kind of awesome like that. Hey, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. <laughs> so, uh, all in all, it was a great kickoff to. Your birthday pub crawl. I just think it's kind of funny that. No, nothing. No, no, no. What? So Violet Crown. Violet Crown. What were the other bars? There were like five bars in the crawl. Well, let me tell you, food girl. <laughs> the next bar that we went to was the Shangri La, and the Shangri La was about a block and a half away from the from the Violet Crown on the other side of East Sixth Street. Deceptive exterior, right? Just a like a converted house i think and then you walk inside and it's a small kind of divey looking bar or whatever exceptional service like all the places on east 6th street and i knew that there were more people who had accompanied accompanied us from the valley crown to the shangri la but i didn't know where they were sure enough you walk out the back of the of the bar and there's just rows after rows of just picnic tables out there and people were just hanging out outside um yeah, just dozens and dozens of people with the group hanging out inside and outside the bar. Well, like every one of those bars kind of had that same thing going on. So like the next one we went to was like the Tiger Bakery. Yeah, Easy the Tiger Easy Bakery. Ti- Easy yeah. Tiger Bakery. Yeah. And I was like, okay, first of all, why are there 100 swingers at this bakery? Yes. And where are we going to all fit? And what will they be serving us? And you walk in on the bakery and then there's this kind of spiraling st- staircase that goes down into the basement and it opens up into this awesome bar that's yes. just incredible and completely accommodating everybody that was there. It was an outside thing. Yes. Yes. 
but it but still it's like it's all like all of Austin's on an anthill right (laughs) everything is just an entrance to whatever is really going on inside that establishment whether you're going upstairs or you're going downstairs (laughs) there's just like shitloads of people and you don't really see them from the street they are literally you know either up uh, below uh ground level or above ground level just parting it up. Yes, yes. And so, like, every one of these places was like, well, what, what the hell are we going to do here? And then it was like, oh, wow, this whole world opens up to you once you're inside. Which in is, the is that, well, it's a good comment on kind of Austin nightlife in general. It's like, it is massive. Yes. It is incomprehensively massive yes. and well attended. It's just, it's like New York City. You know, once you're like in the very, in the, if you're in the, in the, uh, you know, the heart. If you're of, a local. If you're a local, if mm-hmm. you're in the heart of what's going on in Austin's downtown, it's insane. It's just tons and tons and tons of people. It is, I would say, more people out than in Chicago. Well, maybe not. I, well, I don't know because yeah. I haven't explored uh, Chicago with a local. Yes. Except for our one friends that uh, yeah. ended up moving away. So we only got that one opportunity. Right. But. I mean, I don't know. There's probably a lot of stuff going on in Chicago that's much like that. But so in Austin, we need, we need to hear about. We need to, you know, that that would be a nice challenge, perhaps, is to hear about somebody putting together a Chicago swinger pub crawl. Well, let's go through these. Right, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. let's go through these list of Austin bars that we went to. That we would. I mean, I would recommend any one of them. Right. Right. For large crowds, for like get-togethers. Correct. So. The last one we were at was, was the Easy Tiger Bakery because I was like, seriously, we're going to a bakery? Yeah. <laughs> and it was freaking awesome. It, yeah. And then from there we went to? The Rooftop. Mm-hmm. The Rooftop is called The Rooftop. And yeah, I mean, it really is like a three-level, well, two or three-level bar situation thing going on. And we ended up, I guess by the time we got to The Rooftop, it was still early by, you know, going out standards. I think we got to The Rooftop. Before 10. No, it was after 10. It was certainly after 10. Um, but we ended up taking up this whole, the whole kind of dance floor area of the rooftop. And we we're talking like from the back all the way to the front. It was all nothing but our crowd. So I guess we probably had more than 100 people there by then. Oh, my God. Again, cheap mm-hmm. drinks. Um, DJ just like going nuts. You know, and you and I, we're probably not there their typical crowd because I think the rooftop is more like heart of Sixth Street, sort of a twenty something sort of a yeah. Because joint. at this point we had crossed back over thirty five, yes, and so we were on the yeah on West Sixth Street, yes, and getting toward yeah, well, I guess rather than East Sixth Street where the hipsters hang out. Hipsters hang out. Rooftop was awesome. We had a really good time. Uh, did a lot of dancing. Did a lot of drinking. Met a bunch of other people there who were just you know I, I don't know. I just can't say enough about all the uh the warmth and affection and just acceptance that i felt um from people who are listeners and people who are just listeners of the of jay and angie and friends of both of ours who just kind of flocked to this event we were just bold bold i was bowled over by the amount of yeah i guess warmth affection you know that's awesome yeah i know it was it was my birthday happy birthday (laughs) thank you so the rooftop, and then, um, and then you split from the rooftop. I was banished, <laughs> banished away. You weren't banished out of the I rooftop. Was. Okay. Well, you went. You well, went I had. I needed a hot dog. You needed a hot dog. So. <laughs> and they sell them on the street in yeah. Austin. <laughs> so, so food girl went. Dog to so, me. so food girl went to go find a hot dog, and not of the swinger kind. And uh, <laughs> and I went and I got gotcha. you. 
eventually or i went and i had a piece of pizza and i had a piece of pizza while you had your hot dog and i said well you know what i think everybody was heading over to coyote ugly by now so you and i headed over to coyote ugly after we finished our hot dog and a pizza and talked to a few people on the street yes yeah and we went to coyote ugly where things were getting really wild Things like people were at that point, people were like ready to get undressed yes. and then dancing on the stage or the bar yes. and this and that. Clothes and are starting like, to come off, lots yes. of titty shots and otherwise. I don't think anybody got like arrested or kicked out or I think it was all pretty cool. Yeah. So we, you know, we ended the night on a high note. Yes. Yes, we did. <laughs> Very yes, we good. Did. So that was the pub crawl, and uh, thank you very much to Angie and Jay for suggesting it and putting it together. And um, I forgot the names of the couple that had fixed uh, that helped them with the logistics of it, but it all worked out fantastically well. And and uh, is we that going to be your first annual? Are you doing another one? You know, it's up to Angie and Jay. It was whether or not they wanted to do it. I I think I think Angie had a good time. Good lord, <laughs> I think she had a good time. <laughs> Uh, I, I enjoyed the chance to get to know those guys better because yeah. they're very awesome. And so that was a, a lot of fun to get to share a meal with them and hang out with them. And we, Oh, yeah. We went to Home Slice with them beforehand. Yes. Yeah, so, so have a slice of pie. It was a good time. Um, so moving on. Oh, that's just number one. I know. We got to like pick up the pace. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. All right. Uh, that was your pub crawl. But yes. it was a very special evening. Lots of Okay. Let me ask you this. Out of all the bars, if you had to pick one of them that you would recommend for a pub crawl which would which would it be because i actually had somebody ask me this today for, to have on the list yes for the pub crawl they're doing like a like a bus trip round trip to right. austin they want to know like one place that easy would, tiger i thought so too yeah, easy right? tiger okay. yeah easy okay. tiger is fucking badass easy tiger bakery because you can sneak in you can kind of stealth your ass into it and just like and then not and only then that they had the ping pong right they had the ping pong <laughs> yeah this, yeah, you know, Foo Girl played ping pong with one of our swinger buddies. A and... couple of them. Yes. Okay. And I beat them all. No, yes, I, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I got my ass beat every time. But it was still fun playing. And, um, okay, so Pub Crawl, fantastic. It was, it was, the weather sucked, though, by the way. What are you going to do? Rare. Odds are, next year, the weather's going to be crazy awesome. It was just drizzly, that's all. All day. Well, yeah. whatever. It didn't keep the crowds away. We had some good sushi, and yes. I mean, we had a really good trip. We went up and had like the day before, and yeah. had an evening out, so it was a fun time. Yeah. Other than that, another trip that you went on more recently was to San Diego. Well, you know, I go to San Diego fairly regularly for work, and I was able to. Fortunately, I was not able to. Uh, unfortunately, I was not able to meet up with John and Allie this time from Swingercast, but I did run in, hung out. I hung out with Seventy Nine Couple again, and uh, we went and did trivia night uh, at a at a bar in Normal Heights, and that was fun. It was Rosie O'Grady's, and we did trivia. I did not win trivia. I took third. I, I know because of course I had to ask you that. I was like, "I'm what? Well, what did you win?" And you were like, "We didn't win." And we I'm didn't like, win. What? Those Californians must be really smart. <laughs> you know what? I think their trivia is California centric. Ah, yeah, so <laughs> the blame game. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying that you know it's not. Uh, it, it was not a level playing field, and I feel personally a little um, diminished by it. Ah, yeah. Well, I looked at trivia lover. <laughs> I look. I look forward to going back and. Um, bringing it and just like uh, you know just crushing some nerd ass it's gonna happen it's gonna happen so they all better beware i'm coming back with a vengeance for all of them 
I don't know. It, okay. Crushing nerd ass? Yes. Okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay, but, but <laughs> while you were out there, you met some other very nice couples. Yes. I, okay, I, good. Yeah, I uh, met another couple that were friends with the 79 couple who said that our podcast was a great influence on them and... I'm always touched when I hear that. I thought I thought I was going to start crying when you said that. I thought you were going to start crying. That was going to make me start crying. <laughs> but I don't know if it, was, if it was the bourbon or the gin or <laughs> why you were crying. No. Or these things called feelings. It's very, it's very sentimental, right? Well, yeah. It's very sentimental. It's always very touching when you hear from a couple that, you know, either they're considering swinging or, you know, maybe they went, they, they, they dabbled in it and had a, a situation that didn't work out for them. But, you know, or even if there's a, a couple that's considering swinging and maybe they felt like that is one or the other or both of the people in the couple thought that swinging would be something that they could add to their lives that would maybe perk things up a little bit, you know, where they, you know, maybe a couple loves each other very much and their sex has become maybe somewhat utilitarian or whatever it is, you know, and then they listen and then they hear about this thing called swinging and they're both intrigued by it. But, whatever stereotypes remain regarding people who may have been in the swinging lifestyle in the past have dissuaded them from maybe taking a step forward. You know, people still do not like to hear the term swinger. Right. People still do, do not like that yeah. word. I just don't know how to, I don't know what other word would replace it. But even for my me, for, mm. my, for myself, when we first started, it was like, I would not use the word swinger. Right. And I even talked on a very early podcast about how I didn't like the word swinger and I felt weird about like identifying myself as a swinger. But yet, over time, it's like I've come to embrace it like right. so wholeheartedly, right? Um, so it just, it has that, it has a weird stigma. And that like, what what it, do you do about it? It does. And, uh, you know, at the same time, if we were able to present to this couple or other couples, um, in a, a voice that they could relate to or or a identity that they could relate to or some you know something about every experience is something that they can they can find they have some resonance in their lives that is not negative you know then by all means and it, even if it's regarding swinging or not you know i i'm very um humbled by the idea of uh, somebody finding what it is that we say to have a positive or relatable effect on their lives. So regardless of whether or not it leads you to have sex with other people or, 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 or anything at all, you know, if anything that we say resonates with you, you know, gosh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what else I can, I don't know what, I don't know what else I could ever aspire to. So I'm humbled, grateful and honored. You're very sweet. It just is that this podcast happens to be about swinging. Yes. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's where you're going to find your, have your greatest influence or people that sure. are, swinging or thinking about swinging or have left swinging or mm. or somewhere on the swinging pendulum or a spectrum so to speak everybody's on the swinging spectrum somewhere swinging pendulum yes get it i got it i got it okay so other than these trips yes we have been planning october foost october foost third annual october foost later hosen will not be fitting this year <laughs> I, have been, I am so sorry Well, about it, the letter, Jose. I am entirely, entirely at fault for that. What are you going to do? I am going to wear them anyway. <sighs> I don't think you should do that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think you should do that. 
You know what I'm going to say is anybody who says, where is your later hosom? Because I'll be naked from the waist <laughs> down. So the topic is, what did we decide to do today? Well, we got an email from one of our listeners saying that episode 23 has been taken down for some reason. So I'm not sure why. And I don't have the, well, I have the original uh, episode 23, well, the finished 23 podcast, but I don't have my episode 23 source files. So it might take me a little while to remake them and upload them so that being said we thought that we would look through the 20 episode 23 um notes and and just redo episode 23 podcast or just review because or, yeah. here's here's the message you can take down episode 23 and we're just gonna do two yes and you can take this one down yeah. and we're gonna do three you can keep fucking with us. That's right. And I'll fuck with you right back. We'll just keep on bringing it. <laughs> For the life of me, I don't know what the content of the podcast was that was so jacked up that, that was going to like... They took it down. They took it down, but uh, it was... So how does that happen? How does like it just something like... I mean, out of 60-something podcasts, this is the only one that's ever been taken down, right? Yeah, I think I know why it is. Okay. Yeah. So every once in a while, it happens. Yeah. Something like disappears. And so we just decided to revisit... Based on the show notes, yes, what episode twenty three was about, and it was kind of, uh, it was kind of, you know, uh, serendipity that it happened to be episode twenty three was the first anniversary of our podcast. Right, it was. Uh, I guess it, we released it in March of whatever of twenty eleven, twenty eleven. So, so that was one anniversary of our podcast that we decided, and so that that's that was the deal. So a lot of these notes we read. And we were like, "What the hell were we talking about? We don't, we don't know." I don't fucking <laughs> we're know. We're gonna take our best guess. <laughs> and and Debbie, our producer, was nice enough to secure the original episode or the final episode twenty three um, recording. I, I didn't fucking listen to it to prepare. I did. Well, I you was, didn't have enough time. I had so I had so much work today. I know. That's because we have day jobs. Yes. Um, so we can't swing full time. We can't swing full time. We're because podcast nobody's muscling. paying us. No, we don't. <laughs> we don't want to be paid to swing because we would. I'd get fired. <laughs> I would. Huh? Well, you know, you would not get fired. But still, we have day jobs, and so we we Debbie was kind enough to send us the full episode twenty three um, earlier today, right? Yesterday. Yesterday, but we didn't get a chance to listen to it. So oh, yeah, 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 yeah. we are, yeah. we are um, flying by the seat of our pants. If we were so wearing if, pants. If anybody... I'm actually wearing pants today. You're talking about August episode when it was so hot outside that yeah. I could not be wearing clothes. Right. I'm wearing pants today. I'm wearing shorts. Okay. Debbie is naked. <laughs> and she's just slugging Drink, that tequila. Drinking tequila <laughs> naked. So just kidding, just kidding, Debbie. Not trying to give you a bad reputation out there. No, not at all. Okay, so um, okay, it was uh, it was it's the first anniversary of the podcast, and we spanked the tar out of it. I guess that was the show note. So that was one show note, and and I got our comment is that we're still spanking it. Yes. So was, it, was that the one where we had the slut paddle photo? Maybe. Oh, that? maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds good. Yeah, I like that. I like that slut pedal. Still have it. I know. I know. <laughs> we use it in the orgy. I, that I time. know. I was going to say there's pictures of like a slut Abused in a whelp, yeah. whelp scenario. Yeah. 
um, all over San Antonio. Okay, so one of the topics we had was uh, Australia, are you being underserved? And we want uh, the question was, I think there weren't enough uh, events, meet, meet and greets or clubs or something to satisfy the demand in Australia. Not only that, but there aren't any swinger podcasts coming out of Australia, by the way, not to call anybody out. But honestly, there should be one by now. I mean, there was one out of Britain, like briefly. Australia... Mm-hmm. There isn't anything. I I have one Twitter buddy, Owen Prince, out of Australia. Right. He's he's been swinging. Um, he's been a Twitter buddy for a long time. Right. And he's been swinging out there, and he's done it in a bunch of different scenarios. But he has never. He travels a lot, and he's never really talked about anything that's going on singly in Australia. Right. That's like a good a good time, or you know, something that people need to look up. So. That's been three over three years ago. What's going on in Australia today? I mean, is the scene picking up? Are there know. more clubs? Are there um, more meet and greets? Or are but, any of the websites making a presence out there in the last three years? I mean, when you think about this, it's like three years in the swing community is a long time. A long because time. We look at how much has grown up in our area yes. since we've started. So I don't know. Just curious if there's any like big cities in Australia, Australia that are seeing. Uh, a pickup in activity. Okay, Google now. I'm asking my Android Android phone. Okay, Google now. Why you embarrass me like that? <laughs> what is the population of Australia? With your Android phone. <laughs> I can't even believe you just did that. <laughs> uh, okay. So yeah, it's not answering. <laughs> 23 million people. So there's 23 million people in Australia, right? And yes. There should be at least... 20 swinger clubs. If you go one per million. Well, that's a that's a that's a whole country. I mean, that's not very many swinger clubs. Well, I mean 23 million people. There's that many people in Mexico City. Yes. I I think there's five swinger clubs in Mexico City. So, yeah. It's time for an Australian podcast. I don't think we Maybe said that. I'm going to go over there and make my fortune. <laughs> Maybe I'm going to go to Australia and set up the trapeze. Chappies, Australia? Yes. Yeah, I like it. With crocodiles and whatnot. Boomerangs. <laughs> Koala bears. I, I don't know. I, I've always wanted to go to the Great Barrier Reef. Not always. I'm only saying that because since you've taken me snorkeling, yes. then I wanted to go. Yep. So, anyway. I don't know what's going on in Australia now. We'd love some feedback. So, tell us, tell us what you know. Yes. So the other thing that we had was uh, Planned Parenthood needs you now. So we uh, we have kind of backed away from our our, our position, uh, not position, but our what? We haven't been talking about Planned Parenthood as much. We are still big, big believers in Planned Parenthood. We haven't made our contribution for 2014. We will. Uh, but Well, here there's is a two, two-fold thing going on with Planned Parenthood. Number one, we don't qualify. Qualify. We don't qualify at all. <laughs> we don't qualify for Planned Parenthood. And so it's, I think originally when we were talking about it, to me, it was for all people. Yes. Well, it's not. If you have insurance that's not cover, that does does not cover Planned Parenthood visits, then what well, do you do? Also, if you make, a, after, I mean, if you make so much money and if you make so much money, then you're expected to pay for your services at Planned Parenthood. However, yes. if you're, if your insurance covers Planned Parenthood, then you can use your insurance. However, our insur- um, Planned Parenthood does not take our insurance, and we make too much money. However, it doesn't mean that it's not a good service for people who are. It is a really good service. I was just disappointed that it wouldn't 
fit my Take needs because insurance. because I wanted to support it right. through my uh, participation through you know through right. through visiting there for my services. But you know what I think now that we just talk, we're talking about it, I think you can go like out of what is it called out of network go to Planned Parenthood, but we'll have to pay. 25% of the services. Right. So whatever. Well, the other thing that's going on with Planned Parenthood, because we had that when we, the mm-hmm. last time we did our test, all of our testing, mm-hmm. it was going to cost us like hundreds and hundreds of dollars. It's going to be a few hundred bucks to go to Planned Parenthood, yeah. To get testing rather than just going to your general practitioner. And getting it all free. And, and getting it all done, <laughs> covered on insurance. Yeah. But another thing that's going on with Planned Parenthood, and I, you know, is this is not a political podcast and I don't want to politicize this idea. But Texas is on a fucking war against yeah. Planned Parenthood, yeah. like specifically against Planned Parenthood. And um, what's his name? Crazy Rick Perry. Rick Perry? Glasses? Is, yes. It's just like he's trying to shut him down as you know as fast as he can. I mean, the guy's leaving office. I don't know what his mission is, but he's just shutting down Planned Parenthood as fast as he possibly can. And that's that's been an issue going on in Texas. Right. And he's looking for legal lo- loopholes to be able to do this. And so they're struggling with just keeping facilities open. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if all the funding in the world is going to be able to fight that because he's going through the judicial system. So I don't know if like supporting Planned Parenthood is really what is... Needed? Needed at this point. Sure. I don't, you know, I don't think it's, I don't think it's the funds that are going to... Um, Win this battle. Well, I mean, I figure that if you if you donate to Planned Parenthood, Planned Parenthood, whether it's at the state level or at the national level, your dollars will go to either aiding their political action committee to get you know their voice on Congress, or in their state at the state level trying to ensure that their services stay open. But the thing is about the Planned Parenthood that some conservative state governments, in particular, don't like for, like about it is that it's judgment free health services for women, right? So it doesn't necessarily only refer to you know birth control or abortion services it's all health services for women you know whether it's um you know mammograms to um yearly screenings and all that other stuff but it will provide all of those for women in need Uh, i I understand that i mean i understand the services they provide it's just that you know the government's trying to get them shut down based on based on loopholes because they refer they refer uh, abortions and they make available you know the day after pill and that kind of stuff they do but what they're but what the government is saying is that um, if you well if if this facility cannot provide this level of care which is more care like emergency care sure in the event that a certain procedure were to go bad then you can't have this facility open and offer treatment to women. And that's how they're getting these facilities mm, closed down. Understood. So, I mean, how do you, how do you, you can't, I don't think you can fight that with dollars. That's through legislation. Yeah, it's, it's through, you have to bribe the right politician. That's all it is. <laughs> I told you you should go in a lobby. That's all it is. You have to bribe the right politician. You should be a lobbyist. No. I like swinging too much. I do. So anyway, I, I didn't mean to get on the Planned Parenthood thing. It was on the list. It was I on know. the list. Well, yeah. we talked about it at our very first. Well, shit was not going down bad like it is now when yes. we talked about it the first time. Right? So yes. when it was on the original episode 23, mm. it was a whole different landscape than yes. it is now in episode 62. And it that's is, what, yeah. that's what the Texas government has been up to is trying to shut down Planned Parenthood. 
You know well, what I, I think? And anybody I, that gives women choices. Something that I'm, I, you know, and I don't need. I mean, it's not a political podcast again, but it's like you know, one of the things that I didn't think we mentioned in episode 23 is when we, you and I, and and a friend escorted a friend of ours in order in uh, through the picket lines in Planned Parenthood so that she could get us so she could services. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. You know. <clears throat> Shit happens. I don't. I mean, I don't know what to say about it except that I think it's a val. It's a valued service, and um, you know, I don't like to see. I don't like to see government weighing down on women's choices. Yeah. And I mean, that's a whole conversation. That's a whole other. You can create another podcast about that. Right. But it's just it saddens me because I I look at this and I say, oh, when well, we talked about this the first time back in two thousand whatever it was. It was very simple, you know, support Planned Parenthood. Right, write a check. They have great services. (laughs) You know, and you can list all the services. Well, now it's like they're trying to shut down all these services. And Mm -hmm. that's sad. It's sad to me. Okay, so that's where we are on that topic. And now I'm crying. (laughs) I just cry. (laughs) Anyway, okay, moving on. Negotiate your vacation. Because you can't put pictures of cocks up in your cubicle. Yes, we're going to go right into the cock story. <laughs> yes. Yep. Cocks and cubicles. Um, well, I'm not sure what this one was about either. But I think negotiate your vacation. Um, I, well, you know, when I see negotiate your vacation, that means to me is like when you take your job, make sure you got enough vacation. But that's not what I think we're talking about because you're talking about cocks and cubicles. Yes. Well, I think what we were talking about back then is we were we were considering our first swinger vacation. Right. And then the question becomes, how are you explaining this to your boss, your coworkers, your family? It's like, because everybody knows about your vacation. People write fucking Christmas letters about it. Sure. Oh, in July, yeah. we went and did da 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 That's like a thousand cocks. <laughs> in mean, July. I, I mean, you know, vacations are a big topic of conversation and everybody wants to know about them. So I think that the whole negotiating, because we were only a year in, it would have been like very early on. Yes. So the question is, how do you handle that? The cocks. No. The vacations. I handle them like this. (laughs) (laughs) Two at a time? Two at a time, yeah. Just kidding. (laughs) So I don't know what there much there is to say. I have a good cover story. So we've gone through a couple cover stories. And mostly what we do is we we keep it vague, right? We take some anonymous, sort of anonymous um, photos that might be of kind of wherever. And we'll find a resort that's nearby or whatever, the one that we've gone to and then just bamboozle everybody else with bullshit and try to make make themselves talk about themselves because that's everybody's favorite talk about topic of conversation is to make people talk about themselves. Well, it sucks because I think our whole like thing like parlaying into the lies yes. started with um, you know, going to a swinger club on Saturday night. Well, right. What did you do this weekend? Well, I painted the house and hung some pictures and I don't I know. Like a thousand cocks. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. You get you kind of get used to lying pretty early on. Yeah. I mean, I don't know because what's the alternative? Well, hurting people's feelings. Yeah, and yeah. nobody wants to know. So that by de- di- by definition is white lies. <laughs> Why do they have to be white lies? I don't know. I don't know because black lies are bad. See, that's racist. I know. All right. I didn't make that up. (laughs) 
Well, I mean, okay. So negotiate. Okay. So we, okay. So, hey, listener, we're doing episode 23. What's up? <laughs> what do you want from us? All right. Okay. <laughs> the first, uh, the first agile swapu Caucasian. Wait, are we finished yes. with this topic? Yes. Yes. So first agile swapu Caucasian calendar. Oh, <laughs> I think that came on the cusp of vacation. So instead of vacation calendar, you would have a Caucasian calendar. Yes. It would be a calendar full of cocks. Like January yes. cock. Yes. February. Chow, 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 chow. I remember that commercial. Anyway. Cock. <laughs> no. March. Chow, 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 chow. Cock. Okay, so in the beginning, <laughs> I think that the whole calendar was going to be your cock. Oh, oh, okay. But since then, I've gotten lots of pictures of other men's cocks, and I think we could actually do like a whole calendar of just individual like unique, like unique cocks. Like every month would be a different cock. I like it. Chinese calendar. Because <laughs> I will have year of the cock, please. You are. You are. And this is a true story, listeners. Mr. Swapfu's Chinese zodiac sign is the cock. Is the cock. We're not going to mention that that's a rooster. But, <laughs> but it is. Hey, I used he to. Just like, we broke up a rooster fighting cock. ring. No, it was a cock fighting ring. <laughs> cock fighting. So, so yeah, anyway, me down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. I I got lost somewhere here. <clears throat> okay, so the Caucasian calendar. All right, I was going to ask you: Is this? Is there? A, okay, so I have received pictures of men's cocks. Yes. Over time. Yes. I have a little library. Good. If I put them on a calendar and give them to like 10 of my closest friends, the calendars, is that like a copyright infringement if I like distribute? No, it's a privacy infringement. It's infringement of people's privacy. Because you don't have a release to use their cocks. You need a cock release. (laughs) Okay, but (laughs) how would anybody be able to identify? What if they say, that's my cock picture and you're not supposed to use it? And I'd be like, no, that's not you. That's somebody else I know. What if they whip it out and say, yeah, it's definitely my cock. You've infringed their privacy. What if I say all cocks look alike? Then that's racist. (laughs) We've been down this road before. So don't do that. So I cannot make a calendar and distribute it to my friends unless I have a release. Release from each cock. You need a cock release from each cock that you include in your Caucasian calendar. The problem is some of the photos, I don't know. I don't remember who they came from. Mm. And so I don't have a mailing address to mail them a release. You, You said came. I do not have any pictures of cocks coming. <laughs> You're not making this any That's better. That's porn. <laughs> okay. All right. All we're right. moving on. All right. Porn, 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 porn. Okay. Porn, dread, porn, the dreaded blind date. Haven't had one in a while. We haven't had any blind dates in a while. No. We, we had one. What? <laughs> I remember. We had one. Okay. So we weren't. How? Okay. First of all. Nobody goes on blind dates anymore. Yeah, they do. No. Piles of them. Seriously. Well, sure. Why? Texting, Instagram, phone, Twitter, well, pictures, I mean, yeah, everywhere. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Why would you go on a blind date? Right, right, right. So there's like... 
let's not say blind date. Let's say that they're blurry dates. Faceless. They're blurry dates. People, a lot of people go on blurry dates. Dates with liars. Like this. <laughs> well, the date that we went on was not a blind yeah, date. It was just I'm kind 35. of a blurry date. It's like, no, you're, you're not. You're like 80. It's like, come on. <laughs> dates with liars. Let's just call it what it is. So, yeah. So there's We've only been on the one, that one blind date. But, man, was it blind. <laughs> so, anyway. Okay, no. We've been on one date where we actually did not exchange face photos. In advance of meeting the people. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, 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 See, yeah. I think that was that couple. Mm. Because we were feeling yes. all brave, right? Like, fuck it. We've yeah. already been stood up seven or eight times. Yeah. It. It's like, we're going to be out anyway. We might as well just like see what the fuck happens. We don't need to see them. It's like, if we see them, maybe we're going to jinx it. So <laughs> we'll just show up and meet them in person. Mm. If we get that far, we're doing okay. That was a mess. <laughs> <laughs> like I am so sorry I put all of this through this it's okay you're fine but, yeah your but blind dates I mean that could be like the new um, tagline for people that lie on their profile <laughs> we I didn't know I didn't know it was going to be a blind date <laughs> we only go on blind dates <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know your profile was going to be fat lies all right <laughs> crap stupid lies <laughs> so no update on blind dates other than that the one that we went on, but that, nobody wants to hear about that shit. Yeah, we don't even want to. We don't even want to relive it. Well, I I would say don't do it. Yeah, don't go on blind on blind dates. But they're fun. It was exciting. I mean, we were very excited about like, oh, we haven't seen these guys. Yeah, it's like it could be really exciting. We're gonna have a good time. Well, you know what? We've got a lot of blind dates with our listeners. But there were our listeners. That's yes. totally different. Yes. Okay. So when we met seventy nine couple in San Diego that yep. first time, I don't think I hadn't seen pictures of them. No. I don't know if you did or not. No, no, not the face pictures. You you have something in common that at least you're meeting on, right. and uh, you know those ten times out of ten turn out fun. Always. When you, when you always have good. something that you have like a like a commonality that you're already starting with when you meet. Yeah. So all of the, all of I'd say the night the, the majority of our you know, the times that we've gone out and hung out with listeners of ours, uh, date or otherwise, it's always been, it's always been fantastic, always a pleasant surprise, and I don't know. But other times have not been so good. All right, moving on. We don't go on that many blind dates, though. We're pretty busy nowadays. We work too much. Have you noticed? I I don't think I do. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry you're working so much. I... I'm not working that much, but I am like keeping things in order. Yes, you are. <laughs> yes, you are. The way <laughs> that, yeah, that smile of yours looks very official. Yes, you are. I am keeping things in order. Yeah. What All about right. this? What about this? That's a that's a crazy ponytail. Very nice. All right. I'm getting it cut off tomorrow. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No. Yes, I am. German braids. No. Nope. Happening. You. Nope. 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 Right. Cut. 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 All right. Uh, do you want a unicorn or do you want an escort? Um, that'd be no, Bob. Right? Like, <laughs> I think I think at some point we were questioning the idea of unicorns. Or what is it that people... Because I think that... Uh, what that is it that people want out of Wanted out of the unicorns. unicorns. Right. They just wanted somebody who could like satisfy them sexually and then just get, you know just fuck off and not be a problem. That sounds like an escort. Yeah, I don't know. Don't Except unicorns are free. <laughs> 
Yeah, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, but there are people, and, you know, and obviously escorts are people, too, but you don't. Well, I think that are, I don't know. Well, unicorns are in a uh, social environment. Yes. Right? So they're, like, milling about in a social you're gonna environment. So you're going to see them again. Yeah. Or not, if they get a boyfriend, they could go away. Yes. You might not see them again for a while. But but at the same time, you know the 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 male version of the unicorn. I think that that the difference between them and a male, potentially a male escort unicorn, whatever. Wow, it's it's a heavy topic, and okay. we get we get people that are like pissed off about it when we talk about it. It's like I'm sorry, but people get really upset about this, and it's like I don't know what to say about it. I'm not a unicorn, and I'm not a dude. And I don't know what to say. And I think I think we said this before. If you're a unicorn or a bull, as they call the male, right. the singles. Unicorn. And you want to help people in your community, start a podcast. Yes. Because. Yes. Yes. Yes, please start do. Start a podcast. Oh, that's right. We said that before, right? Yes. Yes. But I, I think you edited it out. <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. That was at the end of the last one. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, hey, De- Debbie, did you recognize I did not leave that last part in? She wasn't podcast. there. She wasn't there oh, for the last right. podcast. So Debbie, you weren't there for like our um, for the the tail end of our last podcast. But we talked about um, single males, and the the big suggestion that our, our our that we came away from that was that that Miss Wap Miss came away was that we are we are challenging a single male or several in the lifestyle to come up with their own podcast. A single male or a single female because or maybe a group of them. We get a lot of we get a lot of uh hate messages about our my opinion about Ours. um yeah. single people in the lifestyle and also it's like a lot we get a lot of messages that are like people want advice or opinions or whatever. It's like I don't know. I'm fucking married and I'm trying to do this with my husband. We're swingers. What all the single people are doing, I don't know. I'm not even going to pretend to know. I think that they need some. Uh, they they need some a voice, uh, com- camaraderie, yeah. some leadership, some advice, some like a point of uh, you know assistance. Yes. I don't know. But can somebody please help those people? Yes, please. that's going into the podcast. Oh, it's, it's going into our podcast. But just letting you know uh, that that happened, so we're like going to be uh, soliciting uh, single males or single females or whatever to, to, and I will I will put it right here. I will assist anybody who is willing to put out a podcast from the perspective of a single male or a single female in the lifestyle because it's it's a voice that is um, it's missing, it's underserved, and and when we're you know asked these questions and you know are subjected to these tirades. It's like, whatever. <laughs> We're just trying to be us, yo. <laughs> We're just trying to be real, yo. But I will say if anybody if anybody wants to do a podcast, a single male or a single female, yes, then they are welcome to the equipment. They are welcome to the anything that we can do to help. Help, yeah. To get that out the door because there's a lot of people that want to hear from you. Love you want to know. Love <laughs> yes. you want to know. Yes. So are we doing okay on t- – we're, we're going to run over, Debbie. Is that okay with you? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, another topic that we had was transitioning a relationship with another couple from swinging to non-swinging. How, how did we have so much time back in the day when we talked about these things? What do you mean? We're going over time, but – Oh, we used to have like two-hour podcasts on the reg. 
Oh, really? Yeah, we used to just kick back and just like and just BS. Ah, okay. Well, good. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna just like zoom right through this. We're bringing it old school. <laughs> Transitioning a relationship with another couple from swinging to non-swinging, and this is an art, my friend. It's called the fadeaway. No, it's not. I don't know what it is. Okay, okay. You did talk about a fadeaway in another podcast. Well, but is this something that we've had to do recently? No, but in the beginning, um, yes. and we haven't, but in yeah. the beginning, it was it was something that, because you meet someone, you yes. meet a couple when you're new, and you're like, you think that this is like the most awesome people ever, and then you meet another couple, and you're like, well, wait, these are the most awesome people ever, right. and then you meet another couple, and you're like, wait, these are more awesomer, and it's weird, because you're just inundated with everything that you are desiring and looking yes. for, and... You know, you're like a kid in a candy store, honestly, when right. you very first get in a lifestyle. I mean, I remember being in that position. And so it's easy to attach yourself to a couple very early on. Um, and then you go, well, wait, this isn't this is, isn't the right couple for mm-hmm. me, for us. So then what do you do? Well... What we came up with was the month, the once per month rule, and it wasn't that every, every that we, it wasn't that we were meeting one couple that was cooler than another, and then another one that was cooler than them, and so on and so forth. What it was is that we were meeting lots of couples who were equal equally cool, except that we had that new what they call a new relationship energy going on with each of them over and over and over again, which would make un, for whatever reason one couple kind of outshine the previous one, and so on. And so you're kind of like on this little animal track, blah, 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 blah. you know what I mean? And all you, and you're like lacking perspective and you're lacking focus and you're just like going from one strong emotion to the other and so on and so on and just goes on ad infinitum. And I think not to go on a big old tangent, but that's the reason that you have situations of, of couples who get into like a threesome where they're getting into a threesome and then like shit gets really weird because one or the other in the couple or maybe the third develops feelings very strong feelings in any of the three directions or you know what i mean and it is not a, a true reflection of reality or whatever their original interest with was this just infatuation or a crush or what they call new relationship energy so our advice was to try to dispel that the possibility of that and say you know what this is temporary it's it's temporary. It's great, but it's temporary and it's disruptive and it's counterproductive to what your objectives are as a swinger. And that's why we came up with the once per month rule. And the once per month rule for us basically meant because we were going out and partying or swinging once a week, right? Once per month meant that we wouldn't have sex with a couple more than once per month. So like for every quote unquote four outings or whatever, we'd only like party with the same couple once every not party but we'd only have sex with a cup with the same couple you know one every once out of every four times that we would go out and that's just to keep that attachment from building just like ensuring that you have enough variety and and you're meeting lots of people and all these other things and just making sure you don't wrestle on your laurels and you know keeping up your game mm-hmm. and i think i think being new that it was a, a, a valid and a, a legitimate question. It's yes. like, how do you change relationships once you've um, engaged someone at a certain level? How do you like move from, from there to another place right. with that couple? But I think now that we have more experience behind us, I find it more 
the question is, how do you manage your swinger relationships? Yes. So, so the question of how do you go from here to here is the same question of how do you go from how do you escalate, how do you de-escalate, how do you like meet new people? All of it just becomes a management, a management of your relationships and yes. lifestyle. And so that question of transitioning from swinging to non-swinging is part of a bigger picture of, uh, and the bigger picture being how do you manage your swinging relationships? Right, right. And but for us is, I mean, because we've gotten to the point where we have enough people in our lives, where it's less of a concern, right? Yeah, and I see what you're saying, but also that was a that was a um, <clears throat> a very conscious decision yes. that we made very early on that we would not like surround ourselves with, you know, a finite amount of friends that no matter who and no matter how great our friends were that we would continue to go out and meet new people and have new experiences. Yes. And push the limits and go outside of our geographical zone and our in any kind of comfort level that yep. we had, we were always going to push that. And so, whenever somebody says, you know, "Hey, we're I'm doing this activity. Would you like to join?" It's like it's not about well, who's going to be there and do I know right. people or whatever. It's like, oh, there that person's doing something that sounds fun and I want to engage in that and yes. we go and do we're it. We're invited. We're going. Yes. Or whatever. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's so that question now several years later is a completely different question. Yes. Because it does become about how are you managing yourself within the lifestyle rather than What's your relationship like with one couple? Because in the lifestyle, your relationship is never about one couple. Well, unless you choose it to be. Yeah. Right. But then, you know, that's something different than swinging. It's not us. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. I mean, not unless, I mean, not in as much as the way that we define it. Right. But it goes back to that whole conversation that we had about clicks too. So it's not just one couple, but it's, oh, but it's a loose eight, loose group of eight couples. Like that's. I think I I find it's a loose group of like twenty couples. About twenty couples, you know what I mean. So is that still a click? I don't think that that's a click anymore. I don't. I don't think it's a click because you're always welcoming in new things, and you're always and no none of the couples that we hang out with would ever like shame us about anything that we do, right? It because if we go and do this or that or the other thing, nobody would ever be like, oh, I can't believe you were hanging out with this person or that or whatever. So. I, I find it interesting that the question came from like a very, very Early, singular, yeah. intimate question Yes. to what I find that where I am now is that swinging is a very... Now we treat that question a lot more expansively. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. You see what I'm saying? Where, yes. the difference, where the difference lies? Yes. So... I like it. I like, I like, yeah, I like it. I like the fact that we have evolved in that regard. Yes. Have we evolved? We have. Okay, we should move on to our. Um, that was a thank you very much for the for the listener who told us that twenty three wasn't up. I don't know if we'll be able to get it back up, but if nothing else, we got um, we covered. I think the topics that we did in twenty three as a as a topic now in sixty one. So it's something you know you know. Um, 
we're, I do think like for people that uh, want to transition to a non-swinging yes. uh, couple, don't you find that that feeling is normally mutual? No. No. Oh, heck no. Between one couple and the other couple? Yes. No. Fuck no. Really? No, 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 no. That, that I think that mo- most of the time, that one couple would... I, okay. This is the way... <laughs> I've had a couple of cocktails. Okay, I've had a couple cocktails. I've had a couple of cocktails. So this is the way. To me, this is the way it goes. Yes. Two couples, uh, you know, male, female, male, female, female, and they're having their thing, and everything is like groovy. Everybody's like really digging it or whatever. All of a sudden, one person from one couple or the other decides, I'm kind of sick of those assholes. Not sick of them, but I want to. See what else is out there. I want <laughs> to see. Don't get all PC now. <laughs> I want to see what else is. I want to see what else is out there. So, at that point, yeah, that person starts to formulate sort of like ideas in their minds, like, well, what if I had the time to go and do this thing versus that thing? You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. So it's, I don't think that, and then at that point that you he or she will approach his partner and say, hey, you know what? We've been seeing these folks a lot. Well, you know, what do you think if we decided to kind of pump the brakes on it? See, I don't even think that needs to be a discussion. I just think that, like, the person A, the guy that you're being, yeah. <laughs> Joe Shamo, The guy that I'm being at. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> would just say, hey, let's go see, you know, Sue and Boo on Tuesday instead of, you know, whatever. Guy and flu. It's like, yeah. let's just, yeah, just move it on. I don't yes. know. Does there need to be a conversation no. about how you're not doing this? Instead, just have a conversation about how, how you doing are doing this. You know, and that is an excellent point. And that's probably the uh, best approach. Nicely done, Foo Girl. Yeah. You. The best approach is like not to say why we shouldn't do one thing. It's about why we should do something else. Yes. Perfect. Bada bing, bada boom. Parting thoughts. And feedback. Parting thoughts. Foo Girl Rocks, A. I see that's on the list. (laughs) It's not on the list, but it should be. Parting thoughts and feedback. So we got a request from uh, SLS Radio to have our podcast on their station. And I say, we should do that. And you say, no. No. And why? Because I I think that allowing them to have our uh, our podcast on the radio station would be some sort of endorsement Boo. of SLS. Boo. And I don't want to endorse anybody. I mean, he I, never said that in the email. Well, so, I know, but yeah, you, I don't know. He just basically, to me, the email said they want content. Yes. They want to play um, Swinger Podcasts. Right. They'll play us. So what's wrong with that? I don't, I don't see anything wrong with that. Well, because I don't want it to be like, cause, I don't know. I don't want it to be like a situation where people think that, not people think, but I, I just don't want to feel like I'm tied to anything. I don't want them. You're the, not tied to anything. We can tell them to send us an agreement mm-hmm. and we'll review it and then make a decision. You just don't want to go back on your... No knee jerk reaction. Because honestly, when I read the email, I was like, well, this sounds like a good idea. I will talk to Mr. Swap Boo. Yeah. And then we can respond. Okay. 
You did not do that. Well, and now I, you have your dinky and a pickle. No, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> because now you're like, I don't want to go back on my word. Well, you should have talked to me first. Yeah, but at the same time, I was like, you know, I, I don't want to. I don't want it to make it seem like it's some kind of an endorsement of 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 their of of their website versus another. It's not an endorsement. It's just content. We can just do like a little jingle, like right in the middle of every podcast. LS SLS sucks. No. Well, we've said we've already said, said that, that, and he still yeah. wants to air the podcast. So I don't know what to do, but I would give him permission. All right. It's not like let's review. Let's review their old term sheet, and we'll see what we'll do. We're not. <clears throat> I just think if the guy needs um, swinger material, that why not ours? It's not. He's not paying anybody for it. He's yeah. just airing it. Yeah. He I mean, has a he has a distribution channel. People want to hear swinger stuff. Duh, obviously. They're signed up on SLS. Why not ours? Okay. You know, yeah, I'm not I'm not finding a I'm not finding a good reason to disagree with you at this point, so all right. Yeah, because I'm gonna just keep arguing with you well, until boy. you agree. <laughs> <laughs> I, honestly I have I it's yeah. Anyway, we're fine. We'll 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 review their agreement if it seems like it's like not gonna fuck us up. Or let them do one. Yes, review the agreement. Let them do one. I mean, whatever. I just don't see any reason to flatly say no. Because I don't have anything against SLS. I'm not active on the site. Right. Only because it's not the best site for me. Yes. There are a lot of people that are on it that love it. And so, fuck it. I'm not here to judge whatever site people are using. Mm -hmm. That's their business. Okay. All right. So then the, another discussion that we don't agree on so is, uh, is, is uh, so our episode music discussion. So or selections. And that's another thing. Furthermore. No, we just, you know, there's nothing about that. Well, you're, I mean, you're playing the song I pick. Not all the time. No, <laughs> never. Play we try to alternate who picks the song for the yeah, episode. We do. Yeah. But I have a really good one this time that you listened to and you actually liked it. Yes, it was a good tune. So we'll play that. Well, there was um, Fine Shine. Fine Shine? Mm-hmm. Right. By the uh, Purity Ring, right? Yes. All right. So we're playing Fine Shine by the Purity Ring because Foo Girl likes it. I like it you too. You like it's a good, it it's a good too. Tune. It's a good tune. So, okay. you know, actually, it'll. Uh, I'm going to, in the recording, I'm going to start playing it right now. now. So you start I, hearing, I find I find like five songs per podcast that I like, and, yes. and Mr. Fu like just shoots every one of them down. So enjoy so, Fine Shine while we get to the through the rest of the podcast here. And and everybody, please write in and say, "Ooh, Miss Fugor has really good music taste." <laughs> <laughs> I like Fu girls. Oh, you know what? <laughs> At the end of each podcast going forward, we're going to say who picked. The song. I'll put it in the show notes. That's not fair. Why? Because because you get to pick the song. No. You always get to pick the song. We always decide. Pretty much. Okay. All right. It's still not fair. Okay. Anyway. It doesn't have to be a competition. It doesn't have to be. You're it's looking not at me a, like I'm trying to It's not a competition. <laughs> it's just like I, I keep applying for a job that I never get. <laughs> it's like that. It's more like that. Yeah, I keep yeah, applying yeah. for a job and you're like, nope, still not good enough. 
Well, we're, and we're I'm playing, like desperate, and I'm always like, "Oh, this is the song he's really gonna like." <laughs> that royal song. Oh my god. Whatever. Mm. Everybody in the world likes that song, but you. Mm. Okay. It's not right. All right. So new items. Oh, we have these uh, things. Oh, these are um, news items. Yes. Okay. So okay. we have. Sorry. You go. You right. go news. Um, I have. I have a couple. I have a couple of news items to discuss. There it is. Okay. So, many of you probably already saw these things on the internet, you know. But, okay, just uh, just to, just in case everybody lost track, the whole uh, Christian bodybuilder swingers, they're still going strong. That got, like, a lot of coverage. The uh, one, one item that I wanted to discuss as a news item that I came across uh, regarding swingers was uh, in the financial district of Manhattan, there was a office building that on the bottom floor or something, um, there was these people who were running a swinger club, swinger club after hours. Um, it was it was basically not bothering anybody, but nobody knew because this is the middle of the financial district or whatever, or lower Manhattan, yeah, the financial district. Um, of uh, There's a swinger club going on. There's nobody there at that time at night. You know what I mean? After 10 p.m., there's, no, there's nobody there. Uh, doing anything so at this place that people thought was a video production facility they were actually running a uh, swinger club in the evenings and at some point somebody complained which was enough to call the news over but it's hilarious because you don't get any of the people complaining about it in the actual news article and they try to ask any anybody who was like nearby or lived or worked in the same building or whatever and all they could say was like well i I don't know as long as they're not bothering anybody i don't care (laughs) Um, one person said, wow, I'm amazed. I had no idea. I thought we had a rather quiet, dignified neighborhood, which isn't saying having no idea means that they, this does not affect their lives in any way, shape or form. So why is this even a problem? But if you read the, if you read the lead of the news, it says financial district, commercial building doubles as legal swingers club. And then it talks about how, um, yep. It says how the police, the police and the tenants can't do anything to stop it, but there isn't anything in the article that talks about that. It's kind of funny. So, uh, at the en- at the end of it, I guess there's a security guard company that offices out of the same building, and um, the secu- one of the security guards said, "Our office is here. Our office is here. I don't want nothing to conflict with our office." Said the security guard. I know, it, like it's not a story. But it has no, the word. Said, it says swinger, so. It, the, it, they had swinger in it, therefore it was an issue. Well, it's the same thing with the bad rent one and also the Airbnb one, except that it damages people's credibility. Well, the Airbnb one was uh, the one about it was another in Manhattan. Is somebody had uh, used Airbnb to rent a apartment in Manhattan. And once they rented the apartment, they threw a swinger party or no, an orgy, an orgy in that apartment in which th- several things got destroyed. So, but I guess that could happen. Well, and then anywhere. people, and then staff of the apartment complex started talking to the media. Yes. And it gave this, uh, r- this, this, uh, lessor, mm-hmm. um, bad press, bad press. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm now. I'm starting to think. You know, on a commercial real estate level, it's like is uh, privacy and uh, non-disclosure should that be part of your contract agreements when you 
Well, I don't know. I, I think it should be. Maybe. <laughs> because now all of a sudden it's like all this stuff is in the press and why? Yeah. It's like you have to come talk to me before you start talking to the media about what the fuck happened. Or you cannot talk to the media. Yeah, yeah. It's a business arrangement, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. It's a good point. Very good point. I like that. Confidentiality, non-disclosure, all those things yes. about what you're doing in your in your space, in your um, legally occupied space. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't like know. It. Okay, so the guy that uh, leased out to Airbnb, I mean, is that even like legitimate in his contract? And if so, how was he covered? Right. Yeah. Anyway. So anyway, the, the swingers la- are still on the news. Yes. Could you just stop it? <laughs> <laughs> right, stop it. All of you stop it. And the other one that I had was like something that happened in Baltimore um, where there was a shooting that ha- happened outside of a swingers club and nobody involved in the shooting was actually a member of the swinger club or had come from the swinger club or anything like that. There was, an other, there was another club in the same strip center where the incident had happened. However, since the swinger club was there... What happened, what was in the news was that it happened at the Swinger Club. Yeah, so it was like, it had nothing to do with the Swinger Club except that the Swinger Club happened to be nearby. Nearby, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, keep that in mind. And like, and then the owner of the Swinger Club was like, no, these people who, who were involved in this shooting are members of this club. And none of the people, these, you know, not, nothing, this has nothing to do with what we're doing. Um, but thanks for putting us in the papers, basically. Uh-huh. And Deb was like, well, did anybody die? No, nobody no. got, like, seriously People were injured. Hurt. I mean, nobody wants to get shot. So, that's what's in the news. It's just, it's just, yeah. It's like, swingers do not, swingers generally do not behave badly. It's just they get a lot of bad press. Well, we're just people like everybody else. It's like the animal fuckers that you see on Huffington Post. Yeah. And they, they always put a swinger thing, you know, yeah. headline on them. And it's like, no, that's not what swingers are doing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, they have to sell papers. They have to sell papers. But <clears throat> it goes back to something that I saw on Reddit. And it was, I think, that I brought up in the last, the last podcast. Is that all of a sudden people think that swingers have to be held to like a higher standard than anybody else? It's like no, we're people, so we're held. We should be held to the same standard as every other person. Anyway, well, maybe we maybe we have to be held to a higher standard because we're actually talking about what we're doing. Yes, but if you were like the average asshole that just was like a boss, like the guy from like Office Space, and yes. you were just that guy, yes, and you had a podcast, can you imagine like how shitty his podcast would be? Terrible. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like at least I think swingers try to be good people. We try. Most people don't generally try to be good people. Do they? Is that was that bad? No, I mean I don't know. <laughs> Not all people try to be good people. I think swingers try to be good people. I think that a lot of people are like clueless, distracted, and and drowsy because they don't get enough sleep. But that's just like my thing. Well, I think swingers are like out, you know, interacting with other people. So it's like you're trying to be energized by humanity and yes, yeah. you're trying to you're trying to like you know keep it going. Some people just hide in their fucking basement and like bury skeletons down there. <laughs> it's like those are the people that you have to be scared of, I not agree. swingers. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna wrap this shit up. Yes. Yes. Oh my god, this yeah. is the longest podcast. You have ever. to read all that outro, but first we're gonna give some shout outs, just two. All right. 
Everybody on the pub crawl. Yes. Um, Support I'm, trying, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to read my handwriting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shout out to Beyond the Bedroom blog. Uh, the Swanillas wrote us a nice note, and they have a blog online, oh. Beyond the Bedroom blog. Shout out to those guys. Yes. Um, thank you for Debbie, to Debbie and Mike for helping us while thank they were you. on the high seas. Um, and thank you to 79 Couple for hosting you. That's coming from me. Oh, thank, thank you. Thank you to 79 Couple for hosting you while you were in San Diego. And I was in Florida doing the family thing. Yes. Um, also, I wanted to mention uh, Black Friday Pub Crawl is coming up. That's yes. the day after Thanksgiving. Right. The SA Pervs put it on. That's a San Antonio Pub Crawl. That's um, It's an nice. institution. If you're, if you're uh, in town and available. Check that out. So it's Black Friday, downtown San Antonio. Yes. Like a fantastic downtown. Yes. I mean, hundreds of swingers. It's nice. And it's not too hot. So it's a good time to be in San Antonio if you're from around Texas. So I think that's all the shout outs. (laughs) Timber. Okay. So uh, I'll write. Who did that? Who did that? I'll write the find the foods. I'll read the find the foods portion. All right. All right. So, um, again, this is a Swap Food Podcast. This is episode 61. We thank you so much for joining us this month. We really appreciate it. Uh, we love hearing from you. Um, we're going to go ahead and let, let you know how to get in touch with us. Um, and here we go. So, join the Swap Food community on Cassidy. It's called Swap Food. Go ahead. Oh, you can check us out at swapfood.blogspot.com. Swap Food on Cassidy and SDC. Um, and also, if you want to do SLS, SwapFoo underscore Foo on SLS. Uh, SwapFoo at gmail.com. We'll get Mr. Foo. Foo Girl, which is F-U-G-R-R-L at gmail.com will reach me. On Twitter, Mr. Foo is at SwapFoo. And you can reach us by voicemail or text 609-3-SWAP-FOO or 609-379-2738. If you can't find the foos... You're not looking for us. Please leave us a good review on iTunes or, yeah, only a good review on iTunes. <laughs> um, and we look forward to those. We like to know that uh, people are listening and that you're enjoying the podcast. And uh, any suggestions or questions or whatever, just reach out to us. You have ways to get in touch with us. We love, love, love to hear from you. Kisses we, all around. Kiss, yes, kiss, kiss. We'll be uh, podcasting again next month. And until then, uh, sending love and well wishes to everyone for uh, a great month and a oh safe Halloween. <laughs> what I like, I like Halloween. Me too. All right. uh, get 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 your beer on for October October foods. Oh yeah, yeah. Raise it, raise a, a, a nice uh, hefty German beer in our name if you get a chance, and send us a picture of it, uh, pres- preferably with uh, tits with a well. penis in it. Well, we're good. Wunderbar. Wunderbar. All right. Ciao. Uh, ciao.